Welcome to another exciting edition of uh, Thought Police, the fast-growing podcast, which is all about the news that you want to talk about and the news that we want to talk about. It's me, Mike Graham, and it's him, Kevin O'Sullivan. Kevin, a very good afternoon to you. Hello, Mike. Um, this time last week, uh, we were not quite aware of what was about to the happen. Deluge the deluge had not yet happened. The deluge had not yet happened, but we kind of knew a little bit about it because we knew there'd been a big row. Tell us uh, what happened after we finished doing this. Well, it was just in time, if you remember, because after we do the Thought Police, we tend to record... Uh, Plank of the Week, your excellent weekly show, and uh, I nominated. It was just in time to nominate. Well, it's also now your excellent weekly show because you've been on it since the <laughs> start of the year. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm claiming it back myself. Uh, I had time to nominate Alex Beresford as Plank of the Week yes. for what I thought was an unprofessional assault on live television on a colleague, yeah. uh, Piers Morgan. And, of course, Piers stomp, stomped out. Little we, did we know that we'd arrived at that... Uh, saga on the back of a lot of events that were going on behind the scenes. Peers have been demanded uh, to apologise by his boss, Dame Caroline McCall, the mm. chief executive of ITV, for casting aspersions about the veracity of Meghan's claims that she was uh, suffered mental health problems, that she committed, uh, thought about suicide. Right. And and racism. Okay, this was on top of his statement, which he'd obviously, as we thought, been made to say, which was to clarify that he was not in any way diminishing the mental health complaints or the the suicide. They wanted a. They they had demanded from peers a full and fulsome apology on live television, right. to which apparently during the uh, heat of the discussions, Piers's comment, Piers's response to the editor of Good Morning Britain was, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that uh, written somewhere, and I thought, yeah, that sounds a bit It sounds, like, sounds, a, bit like sounds a bit like Piers. So but... Piers had refused to do it, and the rest, as we know now, is history. Later on that day, uh, ITV, I thought, really fucking churlishly announced, uh, Piers Morgan has decided that this is the time to leave GMB. Mm. We have no further comment. Right. We've accepted his decision. We have no further comment. Yeah. A man who took that show from sleepy fucking hollow yeah. that no one was watching at all, quite rightly, because it was absolute crap. Right. Uh, he took that show from there to beating the BBC on the in the last ratings. day. I mean, yeah. and, how, and how prescient was that, that he was able to yeah. put out a yeah. tweet the very yeah. next day yeah. to say that my work is done, basically. Yeah. Yesterday, yeah. for the first yeah. time, we beat the BBC yeah. And those show. fuckers at ITV, right. he trebled mm. their ratings, yeah. took them above the BBC, yeah. which has never been done in the history of ITV before, ever. Yeah. GMTV, Eamon, right. uh, 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 um, what's her name, uh, Phillips, uh, Fiona Phillips. Yeah. None of them got anywhere near the BBC. Right. Uh, the BBC always trashed and thrashed uh, G- GMB in the ratings. Peers took it above the BBC, right. trebled their ratings. They couldn't even fucking bring themselves to thank him. I know. Oh, outrageous. I mean, is this where we are now in the world of entertainment and in the world of journalism? That basically somebody who is a self-appointed sort of, you know, spokesperson for the wokery, uh, can demand that a p- particular individual must say something, otherwise they're out of a job. Yeah, and uh, let, I mean, is that um, where we are? We also, listen, where we are that is even worse is we now know that the Wokies who work at GMB had formed a cabal mm. and had gone to their bosses and said, we cannot have this outrageously unwoke person. Yeah. Good um, Piers Morgan saying on our program that Saint Megan might not have been telling yeah, the truth. Right. So he was forced out by a mixture of 
Dame Woke McCall, mm. uh, thinking that uh, commercial se- success is not as important as the company signalling its own virtue. Yeah. Let's get rid of outspoken, controversial Piers Morgan because he doesn't say the right things, even though we're going to lose all our audience and lose all yeah. our advertising. Quite why she thinks... And half a million <coughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah, quite why she thinks that's a fucking good policy. Mm. God knows. Uh, putting that shit above profits. Yeah. I don't know what... I wouldn't like to be an ITV shareholder. But it was a combination of her... And these little woke twats yeah. who work at GM, and it's not as if Piers is the, is is is, is unwoke he's, anyway. I, mean, he's, I, I he's, found I, look he's not not over, co- over COVID. Yeah. I found him to be annoyingly woke. Yes, uh, but he has the right to think and say whatever the fuck he wants. Right. And uh, for ITV to become the home of controlled mm. speech was an absolute disgrace. And thank him for Christ's sake, thank him for what he did yes. for that fucking. That show. would have been nice, wouldn't it? But I mean, I should presume there there may have been. Um, you know, conversations around how they announced it as well. So maybe he had some part in that, and and he couldn't maybe convince them to, to say anything nice, or maybe he didn't care because you know what Piers is like. I mean, he did look very unhappy when he stormed out. Well, he also had looked very unhappy that whole week, yeah, um, and the week before because I looked at a few of the clips later on last Tuesday night. You know, and you could see that he was not his normal self. He was yeah. clearly getting a lot of pressure. And that little twat, Alex Beresford, mm. I'm sure he wasn't, but he looked to me very much like a stooge of the management. Yes. Someone sent out there to say to the viewers, hey, not everybody at IDV thinks like awful peers. Some of them are really wonderful and woke like me, and we believe St. Megan yeah. for all her everything she's said. What a little yes. prick. I could, I'd like to say that I've seen uh, much of, a, of GMB since then, and it hasn't been very good, but actually I haven't watched it. Well, because, like uh, everyone most else. Most people haven't watched it either. I mean, um, to lose a half of the fucking audience, mm, half a million, I know. Have hem- they've hemorrhaged half of their audience. Yeah. Uh, Dame well, Caroline McCall. It's great to talk radio because they're all watching uh, Julie Hartley Brewer now instead because yeah. that's the only place left to go if you're not completely and utterly in the in the sort of the but, pay but, of the wokery. Yeah, it absolutely baffles me why corporations think it's more important to say the right woke things, to be woke, yeah. you know, to be the right side. They thought they were on the moral high side of right. the argument. You were, you fucking weren't, I Well, look at the way you're things on the have moral gone low well. side. Look at the way things have gone as well since then. ITV has had to remove from their uh, ITV hub some of those headlines that were put out by Oprah Winfrey's show because, one, they were either completely and utterly made up or uh, many of them were from foreign publications purporting to, they were purporting that they were all British newspapers, and they clearly were not. And so that was an absolute and utter fucking travesty of the press um, yeah. making out that we were somehow yeah. uh, guilty of this, right? So they've had to remove it, as they have at uh, CBS those, in America. Those fuckwits at CBS, mm. I can believe it of them. But have you also yeah. seen today's latest development from, you know, Montecito Mansion? Yeah. Apparently, um, one of... Um, uh, Megan's friends has gone on to CBS this morning to say, "Oh yeah, yeah uh, William King, or William, whatever, William, that's her, yeah. Gail King, Gail King." Yeah. That she uh, she's been told by obviously by Megan that uh, that Harry got a phone call from Prince William over the weekend and she spilled the guts about it. I mean, it's no wonder they don't talk to each other. So uh, William but- makes a private personal phone call. Next minute, Megan's mate goes on at the CBS this morning to tell them all about it, and they said it wasn't very constructive. It was, it was a pro- unproductive. Yeah, unproductive. Unproductive. That's right. But you know, like CBS, the fucking American fuckwits. I can believe 
that they would doctor the headlines to make the Daily Mail and well, Britain it's hardly fucking uh, journalism. But ITV it? embracing that is yeah. a fucking disgrace. I know. And if I was the Daily Mail uh, or Sarah Vine, who they uh, defamed Traduced. by saying that she was essentially a racist, yeah. because there was the word niggling yeah. in a headline above a piece right. that she wrote that didn't contain the word niggling. Right. Uh, by the way, uh, niggling is not a racist word. It just sounds like the M word. Right. Uh, for ITV to embrace that fucking mental absurdity yeah. is a disgrace for which they should be bollocked and for which they should be punished. I mean, yeah. what the fuck is going on? I here? know. I do wonder, and I mentioned this to you last week, whether or not there's some kind of connection between the fact that the, the ITV board paid a million quid for it. So it's like a commercial type relationship they've got now with CBS as a, or with Harpo well, Productions as opposed to just simply being yeah. so woke that they wanted Piers to apologise. Well, I, I, I think it's a com- combination of both. She's known as Dame Woke. Yeah. At, uh, she's no, known, well, she came from The Guardian. Yeah, she's sake. known as Dame Woke at yeah. ITV right. uh, and, and uh, not for no reason. Uh, but you're quite right, Mike. Of course, one of the reasons that they were pissed off with Piers is, is, you know, they'd spent a a million pounds mm. on this interview, which uh, you know was dubious to say the least, and they didn't want their biggest star yeah. dissing it right. on their own channel. So they didn't like the commercial aspect of it. But also, it's another example of these corporations trying to go, "Oh, we're so woke, we're yeah, so yeah. wonderful. Please stop, uh, de- stop funding hate. Please don't be nasty about us. Please let companies uh, advertise mm. with us. Please, can we make some money? That's right. what it's all about." I, mean, I haven't seen any companies coming out and saying that uh, you know. We're so glad that ITV took this stance. Here's another two million pound campaign because we'd like to be associated with ITV. Because ITV don't look good here. They do not look clever. They do not look at all smart. And just by actually uh, not allowing a presenter of theirs, the best presenter they've got, to question something which is a news story is extraordinary when yeah. you think of the fact that they are supposed to be a news network. Yeah, um, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, and as I say, they embraced what was disgraceful. Uh, journalistic practice. The other interesting character in the mix, though, by the way, is Tom Bradby, because I'm told that Tom Bradby has still maintained a contact with Meghan. Because he was the well, one, he's mates if you remember, with Harry and uh, yeah, and both yes, William and I mean. Harry. Yeah. But he was the one, was he not, that did the interview in, in South Africa, where she said, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. just about surviving, you know, when she was like surrounded. By, by the way, he's also the one that triggered the whole phone hacking. Oh, I know, scandal yeah. because uh, of a phone call that he had with William. I seem to remember. Yes, where was it? Just com- a voicemail. Where William, compl- no, yeah, it yeah, was just wi- a voicemail, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I mean, obviously, you can't hack phones. No, no, I'm not saying that, but I'm. I'm saying is he what it was it was only it was the, the, yeah the, but he's the, he knew that only him and William knew that William had spoken to him about his back yes and when it turned up in the news of the world that William was what was the name of the royal guy uh, it was. Oh, he ended up going to prison, didn't he? Yeah, it? he went to prison. But, but I mean, the ridiculousness of that whole thing is. Clive reason, Goodman. Clive Goodman. The reason I say it was only a voicemail, what I mean by that is that the whole edifice of the news of the world came tumbling down as a result of that one piece of information which nobody else yeah, knew which Tom only Bradbury appeared you, yeah. which only appeared literally as a little top yeah, yeah. it was in, in his, it was in it was in Clive Goodman's yeah, but royal it was a di- tiny like it was a royal diary yeah. royal diary it was a tiny he used to do paragraph. a single column royal yeah. diary which was a pile, I mean, how idiotic is that i mean that really was absolutely foolish it, yeah. as, as all uh, hell but i mean let's also look at um, what's happened in america because not everybody and we've talked about this before the 17 million people have watched it not everybody has bought into the whole megan 
um, uh, edifice. And many of them, many people saying, look, there's been all sorts. Of, I mean, I think the Mail challenged it all, um, put out piece after piece after piece about how this bit wasn't true, that bit wasn't right, this bit couldn't have happened. You know, I mean... Yeah, she, the thing about Meghan is, and Harry for that matter, is let, let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, you'd be surprised. It's quite hard to remember in detail exactly what happened two and three years ago. Uh, and sometimes you can get it wrong. So that so let's we're not necessarily calling Meghan a liar no, but you can't or get Harry. No, but but what we no wait a second. What what we are saying is, and what the Mail quite rightly said is, there are a fucking gr- shitload of inconsistencies yes. in the interview she gave to Oprah. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. I mean, the fact is, yes, I agree. You can sometimes. Misremember. So we're not calling her a lie. saying there was things. stuff in that in well, that interview that may well things. have not been true. But to say that they got married, for example, three days before when they yeah. clearly didn't. Bullshit. Bollocks to that. You know that is not misremembering. Yeah. That's t- saying something happened that didn't happen. For him to say, you know, I wasn't able to ride a bike when I was a little boy. Absolute rubbish. We've seen loads of pictures since that came out of him riding a bike with his parents yeah, and yeah, his brother. Yeah. So, you know, that kind of thing. Also, don't and, complain and about that, Harry. Do you, do you know why I never went cycling with my dad when I was a little boy? Why? Because he thought sh- cycling was shit. <laughs> well, I didn't go cycling with my dad because he didn't have a bike and I did. So yeah. I used to go on my own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I used to cycle all over Hampstead. So come on, Dad, keep up, you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a lot fitter than me, actually. He always was. Um, he used to walk everywhere. I mean, this is a guy who walked through the Cairn Gorms once a year. He used to go up to the Cairn Gorms and he'd always come back right with his face about the size of a rugby ball because he'd got bitten by midges every because he took a tent up there right and he would literally just get stung and he'd come back and his face sometimes was unrecognisable because it was so swollen that's the trouble with being Scottish you feel the need to go up into mountains all oh the I know time. I know but and he kept I mean he took every one of my members of my, he took my mother with him once he took my sister he said to me do you want to go I'm like no fucking way I'm not going I'm <laughs> from I'm London fuck I'm not off. fucking going it's got to Cairn Gorms yourself sleeping in a tent is not my idea of fucking but, travel but the point the point is that there is this great uh, uh, uproar. Oh, how could you question what Saint Megan said? Well, uh, don't yeah, tell, don't that, tell me, it? don't tell me, or you, or Piers Morgan, or any citizen in this country, or the fucking world for that matter, that I do not have the right to be sceptical mm. about what someone else said. Yeah. Why can't no, I do that? No, but because we've now moved into this arena, haven't we, where you can't possibly know what I feel like because you're not me. And I mean, it's not just about race. It's yeah, but about I can still gender. Yeah. It's, but you can still have an opinion. Yeah. You know, what difference does it yeah, make? So whether on you're... balance, I, I, I think you're talking a crock of shit. Yeah, I mean, the fact that, for example, you haven't murdered anyone does not mean yeah. that you can't judge somebody who has. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you go, well, I don't know how you feel because I've never murdered anyone, you know? But it plays into, you know, there are. So what we're now being asked to do is if someone gives an interview, goes public, and says, I'm a victim. Yeah. I'm a victim. Mm. Uh, be that of bullying, be that of racism, uh, be that of people being indifferent to your mental health problems. Yeah. Now, this apparently is sacrosanct, hallowed ground that mm. you may not question. Right. So that feeds just into fucking Operation Midland mm. at Scotland Yard when they said to all rapists, all, all rape victims, who, people who said they would be, if you come in and you say you've been raped, quotes, you will be believed. How fucking ridiculous. I know. That is institutional gullibility on mm. the part of the police. It is the police's job, especially to be sceptical about everything anyone says. And it is also our responsibility as sentient human beings to also be uh, sceptical about everyone 
uh, everything everyone else says. Don't fucking tell me I have to believe someone. No. I fucking don't. No, you really don't. And that's the problem with where we have got to because there are too many people who are going along with it. There are too many people who are going, oh, yeah, I don't think we should talk about that. And you go, right, why not exactly? This is mass also, derangement. Also, surely it's better if you are talking about sensitive issues. And I appreciate that you have to be sensitive about it, and you can be. And I don't think Piers was being particularly insensitive when he was talking about it. The fact is that he's being held up to a different standard uh, than everybody else. Mm. And the fact is, is that, you know, surely to talk about it and to have a row about it uh, and to have a difference of opinion is what debate is all about, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, here's one thing that I wouldn't challenge her about when she was sitting in the chicken coop with no. with uh, Harry and Oprah, and there's all these fucking chickens behind them. Right. And uh, so Oprah says, uh, and then there's Harry. And uh, Oprah goes, so what are these, whether whether all of these? And then and uh, Megan goes, I've always been a rescuer. I like rescuing. So, so she rescued the fucking chickens and yeah, yeah. Harry. And Harry, yeah, well, <laughs> good luck. He's going to need rescuing soon from yeah. her, I think. And by the way, two fucking hours, it was a crock of shit, really boring, I thought. Yeah, I know. It wasn't. It, well, I mean, it was kind of vaguely fascinating, but only because I've been involved in the whole thing for such a long time. And so I was watching it. Yeah, sort two of, hours. I know. And well, the worst thing is, is there's meant to be another hour and a half of yeah, it to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, Edit, edit. I cut mean, it back. Jesus that, Christ. No I more of that, please. Talking about editing, let's let's move on to something that, uh, that we got uh, last night. Funnily enough, I knew about this, um, but I hadn't checked it out yet. Basically, uh, the first pictures have emerged of the new Downing Street briefing room, right? Yeah. Uh, which looks very American. The American national national anthem when Allegra Stratton walks in there. Well, it does look. It does. It does. It looks like the White House. Yeah, briefing it's just room. the White House, only with Union. Jacks Except with Union Jacks and yeah, blue paint, and right? Stripes, yeah. But the best part about it is, right, that it's been kitted out by a Russian-based firm. Of people who are linked to Russia Today, which is that TV show, a TV channel which has been but run know, by Putin, yeah. basically run by the Kremlin, yeah, yeah. Uh, but also has been previously, you know, banned from off by Ofcom for all sorts of things, fined for all sorts of things. Two point six million quid they've spent, right? But um, the move has been uh, it's 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 worked. It's been there's a company called Megahertz apparently who are Russian. So Megahertz was hired to install microphones, control desks, cameras and computers and is owned by Okno TV, uh, which is a Moscow-based company that works closely with state-controlled broadcaster Russia Today. I mean, so there could be any number of different secret microphones in there that nobody yeah. knows about. I mean, why the fuck would they use a Russian company uh, yeah. when they've got plenty of companies in this country that could have done it? And also, if, if they have bugged it with a lot of uh, listening devices, why would they want to do that? All they're going to hear from Allegra Stratton is pure bullshit. Well, yes, but they'll also hear all the things that don't get broadcast if they have done it, because <laughs> it will mean they could have a live feed of the fucking room, <laughs> you know, that they well, could just a bunch watch. Of, a bunch of pissed up old hacks. And fucking Allegra Stratton. Good luck with that. But well, it's not a good idea, though, to get a Russian company well, I mean, you in know, to of all refurbish. Of, well, particularly, to I mean, today, 10 Boris Johnson today, right, gets up in the House of Commons, makes his little speech about the new global Britain, has, takes a swipe at Russia over the poisoning of Salisbury, the people in Salisbury. Yeah. But then he doesn't mention the fact that, well, don't worry, we've hired a Russian company to kit out the yeah. old Downing Street I've studio. That fucking guy, Johnson, is making me more and more furious. Now, I don't necessarily blame him for this. I'm sure it's Carrie Simons. But three billion quid on fucking buses. What do we want them for? I, mean, I know. Three billion quid on a load of buses. I mean, 
Who's who's crying for that? Have you ever have you heard people go? What we need is millions more well, buses. Do you know what? I always say in London, there's too many fucking buses. Fucking right? I mean, a, and they're out, all empty. Well, when you walk out of this building, there's inevitably about six buses that come past. All of them are empty, they're, right? Never only one on them. No. But you go to Sussex, right? My son, oldest son down there, has, has to go to uh, Bexhill on yeah. uh, for college, right? Now he. Um, has one bus a day that he can get. Uh, Literally one bus in the it, morning. Fucked, yeah. If he misses it in the morning, 8.30 or whatever time it goes, there is no other way yeah, to get there. Yeah, yeah. And, well, you, I, and you know how long it takes to go by train? About yeah. two hours. Because you've got to go into Hastings, onto a different train, out of Hastings. And how long's the journey altogether? Well, like, you can drive it in 20 minutes. <laughs> but it, if you go by train... Course, yeah, I know that. But if you go by train, that, yeah. it's literally, a, you know, it's two trips on a train. Then you've got to walk or get a bus from the That's train station, which is nowhere near where he goes to college. Yeah. I mean, it's a fucking nightmare. So you're wrong to say that people aren't asking for it. No, no, no. Because outside of the city, there's no buses. Well, they can fucking have hours. And the same when I, lived I, in, said, I, used to, I used to live in Wiltshire, right? When I was first married, and the the, tra- the the bus from my little village into the main town, which was called Devizes, again there was one in the morning and one in the fucking afternoon. So all the old people who haven't well, got cars who had to go into town yeah. would jump on a bus in the morning, but they couldn't come back. So yeah. they get nine thirty bus in the morning, couldn't come back till three thirty in the afternoon. Well, you know, so I, had, did, I, did, I did have an exchange with someone on Twitter the other day when I said about these buses. You know, another fucking policy from Boris uh, that will not uh, appeal to not a single Tory yeah. voter. Zero interest to Tory voters. Right up there with his fucking floating windmills. <laughs> Idiots. I mean, why doesn't he do anything for Conservatives? Right. Why does he keep appealing to the fucking Green Party? I, mean, I don't it, get it. It's crazy. Well, that's got to be down to her, but, isn't it? But yeah, it's Carrie Simons, it must be. But so... You're right about those buses, and so I said, "Well, oh, old bollocks, who needs three bus-? And so somebody came in from some rural area saying, yeah. "Well, we get about three buses a week here, and we get." I right. said, "Well, you can fucking have a load of hours." Right. London is awash with totally empty buses mm. driving all over the place, oh, yeah. all over the fucking town. I don't know, you know why they're driving them around. That's I mean, I saw one mad. today that went past me as I was crossing the road, and it was, and it said, "This is electric bus you know, cleaning the air." And I'm like, no, you're not actually cleaning the fucking air because yeah. it's a bus and you're on tyres and the tyres are creating yeah. dust. And there's no fucker micro, on it. Micro particles of dust. So actually you would be making yeah. for cleaner air yeah. if you didn't run the fucking yeah. bus yeah. as opposed to running yeah. it. Yeah, and it's not a really good way of cleaning up the atmosphere by running buses, fucking great buses, be they electric or diesel or petrol, mm. uh, when you've got absolutely no fucking passengers. Exactly. That's a way of fucking the planet up, boys. It really is quite Bloody extraordinary. Ridiculous. Absolutely extraordinary. Now let's talk about Dame Jenny Murray. Oh. Dame Jenny Murray, former um, Woman's Hour presenter, who everybody seemed to quite like. They thought she was the voice of reason. Yeah. They thought that she'd been sort of forced out of Woman's Hour because she wasn't woke enough uh, to be replaced by Emma Barnett, yeah. right, who is definitely much more woke than, than this woman. Oh, she's incredibly right? woke. But she calls for this this week, right? Calls for Britain to confront its colonial history in the same way Germany has with the Nazis. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. And then she goes, we've got a lot to learn from the Germans. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. what? Hey, Dame Jenny, swivel on this. What a load of old bollocks. What an absolute uh, You know, disgrace. I don't seem to remember uh, the British Empire rounding up six million people and gassing them Well, to of course, death. if you talk to the commies, they'll tell you that Churchill did that in yeah, India. Yeah, right. But he didn't, actually. Well, of course he you didn't. Know, there yeah. were things that colonial Britain did in the past, which were probably There's not many exactly. other countries yeah, did. It was but, the time but, of yeah, imperialism. Yeah, exactly right. But what I'm saying is, is that we also, there's this kind of myth abroad that people always have a go about, which they say, you know, supposedly right wings, right wingers like us, uh, and I don't necessarily accept that we are, um, 
always talk about the past. You know, we're always bigging up Britain. We're always being nostalgic. I'm not fucking nostalgic. Mm. You know, I lived in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. All of those decades I enjoyed living in. But, you know, I'm not going back to Victorian Britain and saying, oh, wasn't it great when we had, you know, no immigrants? Wasn't it great when we didn't have to, you know, uh, deal with all the union trouble that we have now? And all this kind of rubbish. You know, I don't spend my life being nostalgic about the past. I just don't. Yeah, and the thing thing is that uh, if you do go back in history... You know, the whole point about imperialism, there was a whole sort of century when every country in the Western world was was at it. You know, uh, French, the Spanish, the Portuguese, every fucking country in Britain, yeah. in Europe in particular was at colonialism. They were going around snuffling up the world. Now, historically, the problem with Britain is when we put our minds to something, we tend to be very, very good at it. So, of course, we were the best imperialists. We built the biggest empire. Yeah. We took over most of the world. Mm. We can't help being good at stuff. Uh, I mean, you know, we can't help being good at the vaccine program. Mm. The fucking Europeans. Well, don't we don't like think we that. can learn much from the Germans you know, about but that. But that's the point. That's the How point. How about that, by the way? So we've got ridiculous. nothing to. We've got nothing to fucking uh, apologise for. We have no Nazi moment to confront. No. We were just doing what all the countries were doing in that period of imperialism. So Dame Jenny Murray, don't be such a fucking idiot. Also, the clue is in her name, Dame Jenny Murray. Apparently, back in 2011, she questioned whether she should accept the damehood. Yeah. Well, she obviously didn't question it well, very On reflection, thought, yeah, I'll on fucking reflection, take I thought, it. Yeah, I quite like being called yeah, yeah, Dame Yeah, I quite Jenny like Murray. the status. So I think I'll just hang on to it. I mean, if she's that fucking ashamed, she shouldn't take the title, should she? Yeah. At least she should stop wearing those fucking glasses that port, uh, hang on the end of her oh, nose. Oh, yeah, I know. Isn't Always that annoying? Always on the end of her nose with her eyes looking. Sort of pinty. Looks Snay. like a fucking lunatic. Pinsnay. It looks like a lunatic, and now we know she thinks like a lunatic too. <laughs> yeah, so fuck and she off, was giving Jenny. an interview to Saga magazine. Yeah, up yours, Jenny. Yeah, Go thanks on. very much indeed. That's a bit rude. But um, listen, Kevin's very rude. I can't help it. I can't stop him from being rude. <laughs> now, what about uh, the situation regarding uh, the EU, though? Because looking at uh, what's going on now, the French, right, being typically kind of ridiculous, have not only decided <laughs> to stop giving people the vaccine, but they're now telling um, AstraZeneca they might sue them for not giving them enough of it and you're going well, why are you suing people for not giving it to you you're not giving it out you fucking morons I mean you know th- this obsession that these European countries have this anti-British hatred they really what, hate us that now. is what this is all about what I was just saying well, the reason they hate us is we're fucking better at everything than them we just always have been it's one of those <laughs> things and uh, of course we are showing them a massive clean pair of heels in the vaccination programme theirs is a catastrophe and so they turn around and say AstraZeneca uh, is giving people blood clots and we're withdrawing it now uh, that is pure petty political nationalistic jingoistic point scoring Mm. on their part and it is fucking dangerous for the human race so people in this country now are going to go off to having uh, AstraZeneca jabs all over Europe they won't have it and there's nothing wrong with the AstraZeneca jab in fact it's better than Pfizer well even the European Medicine Agency says there's nothing wrong with it yeah and the World Health Organization everybody in medicine there is nothing wrong with this injection and yet these fucking stupid countries including Holland Italy France all going no 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 the British injections rubbish it's pathetic and it's dangerous and it is going to prolong the Covid crisis because it's all right all very well us solving our Mm. uh, problem but as long as it's still infested in Europe it will continue the world will continue to have a problem so these people are just for the point of scoring a few points uh, against Britain are endangering 
ruining the lives of mm. their own people. It's fucking well, also, outrageous. What they're, what they're doing is they're casting doubt on something, which um, you know you're entitled to have doubts about. But if you are, say, for example, having doubts about getting a vaccine, and you're seeing all these countries stopping giving it to people, you're going to think twice about having it, aren't you? Uh, well, 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 that's the point. That's the whole fucking you know. point. That millions of people will be put off taking this these injections now all over Europe and here as well. Right. It's gonna. Ha- it's a. It's a really pernicious thing that they've done with this. And all it is is anti-British yeah. hatred. And why do they hate us? Because they're shit at everything right. and we're good at it. I mean, look at those fuckers. Germany, France. <laughs> fucking Germany, yeah. Do you well, want Italy's fancy got second... another, Fancy another war, we'll beat you at yeah, that yeah. as well, won't well, we? Fucking, uh, the, the Italians have now got a third wave coming. Yeah, well, they're because, shit as well. They because... couldn't fucking fight a war to save the life, bunch the... of cowards. You see, I just spent half an hour saying to people we don't talk about the fucking past, which you've now completely <laughs> and utterly destroyed by going on about the war. But, I mean, the thing is, right, that there was a guy on um, a radio station I was listening to this morning, one of these uh, EU officials from Germany, who basically said, you know, you, we have given you billions of vaccines from Europe. And it's like, no, you haven't. Your fucking AstraZeneca's given them to us because we paid for them. Nothing to do with fucking the EU. Absolutely nothing. And he was like, you must give some vaccine to us. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. Fuck off. And also, those French, right? The, the French, they, they're, they're pretty uh, old school when it comes to vaccines. They don't trust vaccines. They're mm. like anti-vaxxers, the French. Oh, I know. There's only about half of them getting vaccinated. Yeah, no, no. If you're but lucky. as you say, though, the problem with all that is, right, it means that we probably won't be allowed to go to those countries be- without coming back in quarantining because yeah. I'm still waiting to find out because nobody can tell me what's happening in May, right? When they reopen the possibility that you can go abroad. Say, for example... You can go to Greece, right? And Greece say, look, if you've had an, if you've had a vaccine, you can come in, or if you have a negative test, you can come in. Whatever it is that they do. What happens when you come back? Because nobody can tell me yet whether or not I'm because I'm not going anywhere if I have to quarantine when I come back, yeah. as I can't afford no, exactly, to. No, exactly, exactly. There's, there's a mate of mine in quarantine. Now. He's just come back from South America. Oh, really? And he's doing uh, ten days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he says he's loving it. Is he from? Is it one? It's not one of the hotel ones. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the shit hotels. So he's had to pay seventeen fifty. Yeah, for yeah. That. He's he's stuck in a fucking hotel. Oh God. It's a lovely. He keeps sending us videos. A lovely view of a car park, and in the <laughs> distance you can see a plane that taking would do off. Do my nutting. Fucking yeah. That ten days. Not allowed out. Not allowed out. Uh, a, a guard, apparently, uh, one of the security guards of the hotel, uh, comes and takes uh, him out uh, once a day where he can stand in the car park mm. and uh, get fresh air. Right. That's it. That's horrendous, yeah, isn't I it? Know. I, I know. mean, absolutely ridiculous. I'd never, I mean, and also, you know, did he have to come back now? Is that why he was doing it? Well, he'd been out, he's, uh, he's a sort of, he's a tour guide and he t- tends to take the opportunity to sort of stay places. So mm. he'd been on a tour uh, in South America, ended up in Colombia. And when the tour went back, he thought, I'll stay for three yeah. or four weeks. Because it's relatively cheap which to live did. in this place, And then, of course, it? yeah, oh, yeah. And then, and he loves travel and all that. So then, of course, the quarantine laws came in and he thought, well, it'll, it'll end soon. Right. And he left it for one week, two weeks. So I'm never fucking going to come <laughs> back. So, so he just said, right, I'll have to do the quarantine. And yeah. so he's at 1,700 quid <laughs> for 10 fun pack get days and in what a sort shit of hotel is he in? in the Radisson, I think oh. it is, overlooking the runway. <laughs> oh, this is the one on the A4, right? Yeah, yeah. God, fucking those awful. Are horrible. I once had to, I once had to go to a party. Um, down in um, sort of southwest London, I suppose it was, uh, somewhere down south of Richmond, right? And for some reason, I can't imagine why I did it this way. For some reason, um, I decided I was flying was in Scotland, so I flew down from Scotland. So I decided I'll stay in a hotel by the airport, right? Yeah. 
which was the stupidest fucking idea I ever had because <laughs> what I ended up doing because I was it was a very drunken party it was somebody's sixtieth birthday party right. So I went to the party, got absolutely steaming drunk. <laughs> Couldn't find a cab for love nor money because it was too far out of town. And I ended up getting a bus, a night bus, from somewhere like fucking south of Richmond, Hampton Court, somewhere well, like that. Heathrow. To Heathrow. <laughs> I don't even know how I managed to find out that there was a fucking bus to Heathrow, but there was. And it dropped me sort of about half a mile yeah, away from this. Walk, right, it's a, and I had it's to a walk grim area, isn't it? Fucking horrendous. And I was so pissed. And, of course, I got back to the hotel and it was locked up. Couldn't get in. <laughs> I'm like, this is a fucking absolute nightmare, you know. And then I eventually stayed there. And I think I must have had to get an early plane in the morning or something like that. But yeah. It was an absolute It's not necessarily the best thing to do. Absolutely horrible. I mean, I once came back from somewhere with the kids and got back at like two in the morning. And we checked ourselves into some Premier Inn, which we th- and apparently there were two of them. And we ended up walking because we didn't want to pick up the car. Walked to this other Premier Inn. Oh, no, no, sorry. We drove to the Premier Inn. And then we got there and it was the wrong one. And the guy went, and this is like 2.30 in the morning. You can't tell the, the fucking difference, can you? It's about 2.30 the in the morning. We had to walk all the way back to the airport. Because <laughs> I said, well, I might as well leave the car here because you might. I didn't want to park at the airport again. And we nearly got run over about three times. We <laughs> fucking, kids were fucking crying. It was like, this is just what you fucking need. We finally got to this hotel and it was one room with two beds pushed together. And that was it. Fucking uh, horrendous. Before Terrible we, hotels. I'll tell you, airport hotels are just the fucking worst. Before mm. we go, Pits I think the world. we should get a, a, a quick word in about the awful Sarah Everard case. Yes. Uh, a terrible thing. Something needs to be done, clearly. Too mm. many women do viscerally feel afraid on the streets. Yes. We accept there's a problem here. Uh, but uh, is it going to be solved by putting undercover cops into nightclubs to spy on pe- people? Oh. I, somebody on Twitter, some woman put on Twitter and said, all my life I've been in pubs and clubs and men have come over to ch- try to chat me up. Uh, women don't do that to men. Well, A, they do sometimes. And B, uh, are we now going to outlaw men trying to chat women up? I mean, well, also, here's what I th- had a thought about, and so I said this to somebody earlier on today. What's to stop somebody pretending to be an undercover cop, going up to a woman in a nightclub and going, uh, sorry, uh, miss, I seem to uh, remember that you were being bothered by that guy over there. I'm an undercover police officer. Would you like me to walk you home? Well, it's, 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 right? It's, it's a, I mean, can you imagine? There's a world of problems in it, just like uh, that idiot Jenny Jones's suggestion that uh, all men should be curfewed after 6pm. Well, she's not the only one. Fucking Mark Drakeford said he, that he, he wouldn't in, rule it out either. Even, even he. Then, so he came in and said he was thinking of bringing that in, and then the next day uh, a few people who were actually sane down there uh, told him, don't be such a prick. Yeah. And so the next day he came out and said, well, I'm... I actually, presume he's actually, quite used to that. Actually, though. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Well, Do you know about his son? Yes. Yeah, you know. I know. His son I is mean, a sec- massive sex offender. Yeah, which I haven't said on the air only because it's kind of it's not not his fault obviously but it it would also be wrong to say it's not relevant though because it kind of is yeah because it means he's particularly sensitive to that situation Mm. his son is doing eight years uh, for um, uh, sustained rape of an underage girl yeah I know Uh, and it means that Mark Drayford is particularly sensitive to it I'm not blaming Mark Drayford that that would be very fucking wrong it's a Mm. private affair however when somebody says let's curfew all men yeah. he's not likely to be as rational as you or I might be if no. you see what I mean no exactly right listen it's a, it's, a, it's a thing that we all talk about we have all talked about and I'm sure we'll be talking about it for a long time to come um, but this has been the Thought Police because we've come to the end of another one uh, we'll be back next week with more Tales of the Unknown 
uh, and uh, what much else besides? We haven't mentioned Fulham, by the way. Have you got anything to say about them? Uh, no. <laughs> we lost three 0 That's all I want. A Newcastle one. Yeah. Last. That's Newcastle one. We had a bad weekend. Put it that yeah, way. Absolutely right. We'll see you next week. doesn't he do anything for conservatives right why does he keep appealing to the fucking green party i, I mean, don't get it it's crazy well, that's got to be down to her but, isn't it but yeah it's carrie simons it must be but so you're right about those buses and so i said all of old bollocks who needs three and so somebody came in from some rural area saying yeah. well we get about three buses a week here and we get I right. said, well you can fucking have a load of hours right. london is awash with totally empty buses mm. driving all over the place, oh, yeah. all over the fucking town. I don't know yeah. why they're driving them around. That's I mean, I saw one mad. today that went past me as I was crossing the road, and it was, and it said, "This is electric bus, you know, cleaning the air." And I'm like, "No, you're not actually cleaning the fucking air because yeah. it's a bus, and you're on tires, and the tires are creating yeah. dust. And there's no fucker micro, on it. Micro particles of dust. So actually, you would be making yeah. for cleaner air yeah. if you didn't run the fucking yeah. bus, yeah. as opposed to running." Millions of people will be put off taking this, these injections now all over Europe and here as well. Right. It's, gonna ha- it's, a, it's a really pernicious thing that they've done with this. And all it is is anti-British yeah. hatred. And why do they hate us? Because they're shit at everything right. and we're good at it. I mean, look at those fuckers. Germany, France, <laughs> fucking Germany, yeah. Do you well, Italy's fancy got another, Fancy another war, we'll beat you at yeah, that yeah. as well, won't well, we? Fucking, uh, the, the Italians have now got a third wave coming. Yeah, well, they're because, shit as well. They can fucking fight a war to save the life, bunch of cowards. You see, I just spent half an hour saying to people we don't talk about the fucking past, which you've now completely and utterly destroyed by going on about the war. Up yours, Jenny. Yeah, thanks very much indeed. That's a bit rude. But um, listen, Kevin's very rude. I can't help it. I can't stop him from being rude.